Hello, 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 and welcome back, if you're back, <clears throat> and welcome if it's your first time listening. I am taking advantage of the simple fact that Stinkadoodle is asleep, so this way I can actually focus on, you know, the content that I could provide, um, make it a little bit easier for me instead of having to make sure that I'm watching her and answering her questions um booger is in the living room watching tv so he should be entertained for a while unless he needs me to change the channel because we can't find our remote controls and beva is in the process of psyching her mind up to be able to accomplish the things that she's supposed to get done today so i figured why not why would it not be a perfect opportunity to get my next episodes up and going, especially since I'm not even 100% sure of what I want to do. Like, when I was sitting here in my bed thinking about, like, you know, man, sometimes I just want to talk and just, you know, provide my experience <laughs> and, like, what I've gone through. I don't want to be in front of nobody's camera. <laughs> I don't want to, like... Bye-bye. So rude, yo. I don't want to, like, um, type anything. I just want to talk. Like, I literally just want to, like, vibe it out, you know? Just chit-chat. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm trying to get comfortable, y'all. And, um, I figured maybe I could do a podcast. My thing is, I'm not, I don't know how to explain this. I'm a very contradicting person, you can say. My conditions contradict each other. Um, so I'm a social person, but I'm not a social person. And yes, it is very contradicting. You're supposed to be one or the other, but that's actually not accurate. So I am very social when I trust <clears throat> and know this the person and have a high level of confidence then I'm very, very social, supportive, all about you, like in our friendship. And it it, it becomes more like family than, than friendship. Um, but I don't really like going out there and meeting people. And then when I'm up in my social networks, uh, um, I'll comment on things and stuff like that. But like, I'm not a huge person to do that. Like, I'll watch, I'll like, I'll love, I'll whatever. But leaving comments and stuff is is socializing. And unless I'm really cool with you, I'm not really going to socialize with you like that. It's just, you got to know me. Like, I don't know, I'm just straight up weird. Like, I don't, I don't know how to break it down. I'm just, real talk, I really am just weird. But I'm social, but I'm not social. So... A lot of the people that are in my life now, like I've said in my YouTube videos, I worked with them and somehow the relationship boomed. They accepted me, they understood me, and they showed me that they rocked with me and and that I could trust them. So it was a no-brainer. Obviously, I'm going to be your friend, Um, especially if I don't like people. And if I like you, that speaks volumes to me. So, um... I know what I was saying. I didn't forget. Just 
taking a breather really quick because I feel like my my anxiety is trying to lift up and I'm trying to do this podcast as well to kind of help my anxiety come down. Figure if I speak on some of the stuff, maybe it'll alleviate some of uh, the pressure on my chest. And it just feels like it, that's taking over more than my ability to actually um, function for this podcast right now. But... I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know, y'all. Like, it's a lot of thinking. And I'm trying to find ways to articulate it to you guys. But I just feel like there's so much I can touch bases on. Um... And feel a little more free doing it this way than on a YouTube video. Um, plus, <clears throat> I'm just a little more relaxed this way than I am on YouTube. I mean, I feel like the YouTube channel, I want it to be kind of like silly. Me showing y'all what I go through um, with the kids and stuff and... And like be silly as well, because it's you know also interprets my kids as well. But like I feel like this podcast, um, the kids know if they want to say something, they can definitely come up and do a show as well. But like I just feel like it's just me right now. Like you know what I mean? Like I can be. Oh, that's lies. I can't even say that. I was gonna say I can hide in a bathroom or like somewhere and. And record an episode, but that's not going to happen in the current situation that we're in right now. So, like, that's like a no-no. But once we move, everything should be situated and ready to go. But until then, I will be living my truth and surviving through my life as a single parent with mental illness. That's just, I don't think there's any other way I can put it. But enough of that little sappy, sappy stuff or whatever that was. So if you really get to know me, I'm weird. My cousins, Delano, Delano, sweetheart, the noises are a little too loud, baby. Thank you. Um... You gotta love him though. <laughs> but anyways, um, I'm a little crazy. I'm a little cuckoo. Um, I I genuinely can be funny. Um, I can also be faking the funk funny, like when I'm trying to survive, but I'm not really feeling it. I can fake it, um, and real be real funny while I'm faking it, but not really feel it nowhere internally. And then, um, what's up, Booger? If you stopped it, I'm going to be real ticked off with you. <laughs> oh, no, it's still recording. What's up, baby? Um, huh? All right, well, I'm trying to record my podcast, so how can I help you? Okay, but if you wake up, this little girl, I'm going to be really upset with you. So 
and I'm trying, like I just said to you, I'm trying to record my podcast, okay? Please do not take anything from the corner. Okay. So I just figured, you know, I can do this, spit out little pointers here and there, maybe have some venting sessions, story time. Do not take the charger or that tablet. I will embarrass you in front of everybody who is listening to just letting you know. I'm just boy, come here. Don't don't make me don't make me box you. Come here. Come here. I'll box you real quick. Word book, are you just gonna ignore me? Word book, that's how you feel. Please do not leave any please. But I don't want please. Thank you. Love you. I don't know. Do you really love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever. I can't remember. Um, watch me right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't remember the words. Watch it now, baby. Hey. Whatever. It's been a long time. Anyways, um, I've got moments where I'm cuckoo crazy for Cocoa Puffs. I got moments where I'm serious. I got moments where I'm really irritable. My answers will be short. I got moments where I can cut and I don't mean to cut. Um, I got moments where I don't realize until somebody points out that I'm being like, you know, real Puerto Rican bipolarish. <laughs> I'm not, you know, without saying any profanity. I'm going to try to keep my podcast <clears throat> clean because um, I know there's got to be some kids out there that also need you know help uh, I'm gonna try but when I get real passionate I just it just comes out like it just and the Spanglish comes out sometimes and it's hard to you know and then I get in my zone and so I'm, I'm gonna try really hard to express myself and other means, because I had stopped cussing so much, but with all the stress that we have going on right now, it's just popped back up, just making my life a heck of a lot more. Yay! Am I cold yet? Okay, I can let you turn the AC off if you put the food in the oven. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, ding. Was that a yes or a no? Inquiring minds want to know. Really? Yeah. I mean, I know we all want to know. Hmm. I'll get back to you. Wait, 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 wait. Pause. Wait a minute, boo-boo. Hold on, baby girl. Pause and pump them brakes real quick, princess. What you mean you'll get back to me? I mean, I'll get back to you. Boo, 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 sweetheart, honey, baby. Is that sucker missing a leg? I think so. It it don't got a back one. And then I got moments like this, y'all, where I'm happy-go-lucky, and all of a sudden, the thing that's causing the anxiety and the panic attacks to get worse, 
just pops in and just ruins the whole entire moment. For all of you who don't know, which is all of you who are listening, (laughs) I'm in a current situation that it is not healthy. It's not a healthy, safe environment for myself mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. It is deteriorating my health at the current moment. So, uh, maybe I should stop and back it up. Mm -mm, Back it up. Mm -mm, Back it up. Mm -mm. Stop and back it up. Mm -mm, Back it up. Mm -mm, Back it up. Mm. Get it, girl? All right. (sighs) Don't mind me, y'all. Y'all gonna find that a lot. Um... So let's just back it up, man. Let's just drop it. I hope y'all ready, okay? Because if y'all aren't ready, then I'm going to advise you to just stop right now. Don't even listen to the rest of it because you're just going to be like, man, whatever. But now, I'm going to need y'all to be ready, okay? And not only am I going to need y'all to be ready, I'm going to need y'all to be open-minded and ready at the same time, Okay? Now, I'm trying to figure out how far back should I do it for y'all. You know, should I roll a dice and figure out how many months I should take it back? Should I roll a dice and figure out how many years I should take it back? Hmm. How far should we go? 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 So watch. This is what we're going to do, okay? What I'm going to do is I'm just going to randomly start, right? I'll probably just ask my kid to pick a number from whatever, whatever, and we'll randomly start there. And if y'all feel that at the point that I started wasn't juicy enough, or you felt like it was juicier before then, shoot me an email or let me know. And baby, I will rewind it back as far as you want to go. Or if you feel like that's, you know, wherever I started at ain't juicy enough, or you want to get to the next, hey, send me, shoot me an email and let me know, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to aim and please as best as I can, you feel me? So let's see. Oh, let me give y'all the email. So, it's going to be similar to what the channel is. Only difference is just take out the single part. So, it'll be life as a parent with mental illness at gmail.com. I had to do it that way because Gmail said the name was too long. Whatever. Whoever knew that that was a problem. And I didn't want to do anagrams because I figured nobody was going to know what it was for. So, now here we go. Beba, I need you to pick between years and months. Okay. So just tell me which one between years and the word year and the word months. Year. Okay. So she picked years, y'all. And then I need you to pick between the number one, between number one and ten, between... Am I saying that wrong? Between the numbers of 1 through 10. (laughs) 10? 
10. Wow, 10 years. She wants me to start 10 years back. That would have made me 31 years old. Ten years ago, thirty-one years old. Where was I living? Where were we living ten years ago? Grandma's house? Okay, let me rethink. So two years we've been that pretty much, right? Hold on, let's rethink this all in general. Okay. So you said ten years. Delano is twelve. Mm-hmm. Delano was born in two thousand and nine. Yes. Okay. Yes, and fifth birthday party. And Lawn Avenue. Yes. Where did we have this 10th birthday party? No, no, no. That's not how you... See, you're confusing me. That's not even how I was going. Stop. Oh, okay, Stop. Sorry. Let me ask the questions. And you finna answer them, okay? okay? All right. God, you just messed up my whole brain. Hold on. <laughs> well, I want the, the, the listeners to understand that I'm doing something. It's not like I'm on YouTube where they can just see me think. I mean, I got to make some noise. They're going to think I done left them. So let me wipe the memory brain real quick. Okay, we're at blank now. So we said 10 years ago, I was 31. And... Okay, so when Delano was born, we were living at the woman's house. We moved out... Delano did preschool in Bridgeport. Then we moved to Lawn Avenue. I feel like we were at the woman's house. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I feel like we were at the woman's house. Kind of feel like that's where the math is ending up at. Yeah, it ends up at her house. But you know what's the crazy part? What? I can't remember. Yes, we were, because remember when he was 10, who got, Lyrical was conceived, because she's two, and if you do 10 years... She'll be three now, she's not, she's oh. closer to three, Yeah. so she wasn't here yet, it's, it was around the time frame of your birthday, you're a sweet 15, I think. So it would have been around the cruise, so yeah, we were out. No, that's not true, I'm so wrong about that, I apologize, I'm wrong about that. Mm-hmm. No, because Gordon only four. No, so that's completely wrong. Dude, I am the worst person for this. Y'all gonna see my brain is good for certain you things and No. Really? Mm, I told you. You ain't hearing me tell them that I've re- I listened I went back and listened and the whole time I was like this and I thought I wasn't being recorded, I was being recorded. Oh wow. Yeah, which I said that's why I can now go read my articles and put them on um on the pod. Yeah. So wait, uh hold on, Lynette. 10 years. 10 years. All right, y'all, give me a sec, because Beva really got me on this one. I thought I was ready, but it never fails. It never fails. Every time I think I'm ready, I'm not. So that was 2011. 2011. Which means you were nine years old. And Delano was two. Somewhere on there. So we were living at that woman's house. Okay. But, want to know what my problem is? 
I don't remember a lot of the stuff from back then. So, like, you guys, there's going to be one-ish thing that y'all going to end up realizing. Um, I sometimes really have to stop and think about certain things. to sleep with me telling my kid it was okay I was not soothing y'all to go to sleep I was soothing her to go to sleep so um okay so we were living at the woman's house so like this is where I've been struggling at even with the YouTube page even like with the Instagram page even with like the the Facebook page I'm trying to bring awareness but I feel like in order for y'all to understand why I'm fighting so much for this you have to understand my story you have to understand my life. But then the problem that I have is at a sight, at a mind, I tend to block everything out. In order for me to be able to survive, because I do have two kids with mental health issues and two kids that are also high-functioning autistic, like, it's a struggle. So I sometimes have to open that safe in my mind and just throw it in there and lock it away with key so that I can function with whatever else the future is bringing or the present is bringing to me. But I've come to realize that I want to heal completely. And I feel like in order for me to heal completely, I need to unlock them and process them and like be okay and let it go. Because I feel like I've come to accept me for who I am. I understand I can go from I love you to drop off the face of the earth in 2.2 seconds um, I understand that I can go from I, I rock with you to I feel like uh, things have changed and the support isn't the same. So I just I leave and don't say anything, not a vibe, not nothing. Like I just I just disappear. Um. So yeah. So it's hard to know like exactly which way to start because certain things from the beginning will explain certain things from the present. And the way my brain thinks, it wants to give you guys certain information, but then it's like, hold on. Well, without that in this info, they're not going to get that info and then they need that info. So somehow I got to try to train my brain to just chill mode and allow me to do this and... You guys can always ask me for whatever information you want, you know, and I can, I'm very transparent. I will definitely provide it without a problem. Um, I, again, I'm trying to, you know, just help others that have my situation or are close to my situation. So, <sighs> 10 years ago, we lived with my egg donor. And I currently call her my egg donor. Um, because I have no contact with her. And before anybody decides to stop my podcast, um, I really would appreciate if you would hear me out and I can explain. I'm 
fully Puerto Rican, and my abuela did raise us to, you know, we support our family. Everything is about family. We back up family. Um, so I stayed in Connecticut for all the years that I stayed because we left Connecticut like three years ago um, because of my egg donor. And I'm the only child and her health isn't that, you know, good. And But we've never had a relationship. Um, behind closed doors, my egg donor was very abusive um, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, any form that you can think of. She was very um, manipulative and, like, a true, you know, she was very manipulative. And I still say that she's bipolar, but she's never really, like, gotten a diagnosis per se. Like, I know she has anxiety and depression as well. Um, I have anxiety and depression as well, and I'm, I'm bipolar, so that's why I feel like she's bipolar. I say my abuela was bipolar, too. Um, but it, it was different. It's like she hated me. For and this will be the first time I ever admit this to anybody, and this will be the first time I ever mention this even out loud. Like I've never allowed myself to even go there because I feel like if I do, Beva, please. Because I feel like if I do, I'm gonna like just break down completely because I already have a lot of issues, daddy issues, mommy issues, like straight up issues. But um, I personally feel like she resented me because of my sperm donor. Like, I don't know their full story, and it ticks me off because their story is my story. So I feel like I have a right to know because from their stories, where I came to be... And it'd be easier for me to understand why I lived the life that I lived if I knew their story. But she deprives me of that and won't answer the questions and won't provide the information. So I'm never going to know the story. I have bits and pieces that were told to me, which I can relate based on what was being told to me by people that were around and were there. Like, But um, I don't legit know the story. I'm not even going to act like I know the story, but I do know what pain I was caused. And I do know how I was neglected. And I do know what transpired to me. So from what my understanding, um, I'm the side chick's baby. So, which is why I feel like people hate me anyways, because my mom was sleeping with a married man who had two kids breaking bread with the kids and his wife like nothing going out dancing clubbing partying whatever the case may be they was doing their thing whatever I came in the picture that's and my relationship with my sperm donor what's the password to who um my relationship with my sperm donor is non-existent as well because of my egg donor so at this current moment, my kids really don't have no grandparents. I don't speak to my egg donor. Uh, can you do one more time, please? Okay. I don't speak to my egg donor. Um, I had to leave, so um, I have no contact with her. She doesn't even know where we are, which is kind of why you won't really see me mention where I'm currently located, um, which is kind of dumb because I can because... But I don't want to. Because, see, the thing is, she's 
she's a good manipulator and it's taken me 41 years to finally get from under her hold. I finally have let go of so much negativity that was installed in me and so much negativity that I grew up with. I've finally started to love myself and realize that I'm not my mom's story. I'm my own and I'm my own person. And yes, I may have been the side chick's baby, but I still deserved to have been loved and I still deserve to have had parents. And I didn't have those things. So, like, my mom was a huge... My egg donor was a huge pretender. Um, looking from the outside in through the windows, you would think everything was cool and dandy. And everything was gravy and I was spoiled and I had everything I wanted. And I had nothing I should ask for, right? That's not true. I didn't have love. I did not have love. I did not have support. I didn't have an actual parent. Like, I just had somebody constantly me telling me I was a fuck, I was a screw up. I was a mess up. No matter what I did, I was never going to accomplish anything in life. They don't understand what was the point of them having me. I was a slut, I was a whore. I was a prostitute, I was a bitch. Telling this, to the people who I was in the relationships with as well, which is all of my children's father. Like, there's a lot. It's deep. It's very, very deep. Very, very deep. I don't know how we're ever going to intertwine that. I don't know how I'm going to... I'm going to have to create a story time for <clears throat> for that aspect only so that you can, um, you know, understand a little better. But... Yeah, so I just am trying to stay under the radar because she's very toxic for me and for my kids. I found out a lot of things from my kids that I didn't know she was doing to them. She wasn't physically abusing them, but she was mentally abusing and neglecting them. Um, I tried telling some family members. Everybody always believed her. And I think it's because I mind my business. Like, this is where the I'm a very contradicting person kicks in. I don't like telling people my business unless I want to tell my business. Don't ask me my business. Let me pick and choose when I want to tell you my business. And don't ask me about somebody else's business because it's not my business. So I'm not going to tell you. That's just me. I don't believe in gossiping. That's just me. It's not my story to tell. So why must I tell you? Like the only part I can tell you about my mom and dad is the part that I know. But it is my story because that's where I came. I came from that. So I can tell you that part. Outside of that, anything else, I'm not able to speak because I don't know. Um, I just know that this caused a lot of problems between her and I. I would never... Like I just... I'm not a gossiper. It's my business to tell. <sighs> Sorry, y'all. The chick is real thirsty right now. <sighs> and this iced coffee is hitting. That's some 6.39 in the afternoon. It sure is. Sorry for the popping, but... Mm-mm-mm. Oh, it's so yummy. But um, what was I saying? Okay, so 
oh man, it just went right out my mind. I wanted to give y'all a prime example. Darn it, yo. Oh, popped right in my brain. In my brain. In my brain. Yes, it did pop in my brain. And on that note, y'all, we're going to take a quick intermission because I need to be able to vacuum all this rice off this floor before I have a whole nother huge meltdown. Bev, are you coming back this way now? Oh, so when she come back, I'll intervene. Until then, I don't just don't want to start the story until the new segment then. Because, nah, I should start the story, right? <laughs> that should be mean. Post it and then post nothing else. <laughs> no, let me stop. But real talk, I, I wouldn't be the type of person to actually do that, to be honest with you. So don't, don't ever underestimate me because I would be childish like that just for fun and the sad part is I would really find it hilarious for real like I'm just being honest (laughs) like I really would definitely find it hilarious um but she's just yeah so well okay so she's not coming back no time soon so the story is like this um I overheard her saying something to her cousin one time this was around the same time frame 10 years ago pretty much that Biva had asked me, which is why the story popped up in my head. So remember, she picked years, and then she picked the number 10, so 10 years ago, 31 years ago, this is 2011, around that time frame. And, um, I was working Bright Horizons in Stanford, Connecticut. I remember I was, uh, older toddlers, I think it was, or toddlers, whatever, I can't remember now, toddlers. Um, We lived, like I said, with a woman. I was married to Booger's father. Um, I remember we were going through his papers, like getting his stuff situated so he can start working. Almost there. Um, are you going to get this done for me right now? Because look, look what's happening. Yeah. Okay. So this has to get vacuumed like right now and all that has to get like vacuumed. So I was going to pause... And you guys, you got, you forgot to put the stuff under the. See how many just rolled. You gotta put the stuff under an oven. All right. All right. So I'm gonna into. into are you putting stuff in the oven first, or you gonna do this first? I'll put the stuff in the oven. All right. So while she runs and does the oven real quick, I'm gonna try to finish a little bit more of the story. So, um, at this time, I was like I said, married. We were going through a stage, whatever. So it was my mom. I mean, whatever. My mom, Beva, the um, booger. Um, my ex-husband and myself. Biva would sleep with my mom, and then it was my ex-husband, myself, and Booger in one room because it was only a two-bedroom townhouse. Um, at that time, I was paying. I forgot what I was paying, but I know I put a good amount of the groceries in. I think I was covering the cable bill, and I was covering the common charges as well. Um. Also, if I'm not mistaken, the cell phone bill was also being covered by me. And she was covering the um, 
the mortgage and um, the light and the gas. Just let me know when you're ready to. All right. And um, so the common charges were like three twenty between three fifty to four hundred and twenty five because I know they they jumped up. And um, <clears throat> the mortgage was for for something because when she bought it, she put a good amount down, and it was like you know the the market was really good. Alright, we're going to take an intermission real quick. We got us to get the vacuum, 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 vacuum. Vroom, vroom, vroom. If y'all can see Biva's face right now. Matter of fact, Biva can tell you how she look, how she thinking. She crazy. See how she do me, y'all? You see how she do me. Till the next one. So I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Not like y'all really miss me anyways. Um, because by the time y'all listen to this, y'all gonna listen to it most likely all the way through. So anyways, um, <clears throat> I was telling y'all a story. Okay. Um, so like I'm not a, you know, like I said, I, if it's one person's business, I'm not saying it. So we have a, a, my little cousin, Jazz. Um, she's like my little sister, honestly. I just never told her that. I don't know why. Because she's so damn annoying sometimes. She tells me I'm annoying and weird. Um, but I know that already. She just doesn't know. She's just annoying sometimes. <laughs> um, but so she was, I think she was going through some stuff or something was going on. I, I don't remember. I think I was, she was trying to get her husband's papers or something. I don't remember what it was. But my mom was like asking me some questions and I'm just looking at her and I was like, I don't know. And then she gets real angry in Spanish. She yells out, Carajo, para que tú nunca sabes nada. Which basically is like, mm, you never know anything. So I'm like, yeah, I don't. Because it's not my business to tell. And that's the difference between you and I. Mind you, we've already had plenty of serious arguments and disputes over this conversation. So, but this was like one of the major big ones. And she's whatever she just had her attitude so um Beva was going through something and I remember this was like in the beginning stages of getting her evaluated and getting her SSI and she was in a psychiatric ward so she was like six years nope this is wrong nope I'm telling y'all wrong story that story is not 10 years ago because Beva was about six years old and I remember getting a call from school telling me that I had to hurry up and make it all the way to Danbury. And I was working in High Ridge from Stanford. But I remember I had to go, I can't remember, no, for her first time, I think I went straight from my job to to her job. And that's like a 45 minute ride. So I had to like really haul my behind during traffic time and everything else to get to her. Um, I didn't call to really tell anybody I had posted on Facebook. But I had posted it on Facebook, obviously, because I'm going through my own ish. So I'm only going to want to really communicate with whoever it is that is my safe haven. That's going to keep me grounded so that I can be grounded to get to her and not, you know, be freaking out. 
my egg donor is not the correct person for that at all in no shape or form because she's one of my biggest triggers. So I think I called Jazz, honestly. Um, and I was talking to her like all the way up there and I was freaking out and I was like crying. I was nervous thinking back. And I remember asking my ex-husband to come to you, but yeah, I think his, anyways, or did he come? I think he actually went. I mean, I think we actually brought Delano because I think that's the day that she actually got hospitalized. Yeah, I think he actually did something nice for once. Um, and had actually gone with me. But, uh, yeah, so, like, I'm freaking out all the way up there. Like, I'm calling my cousin. We're talking. I'm talking to him. But he wasn't helping much because um, he's Jamaican. So he doesn't really believe in none of those things. And personally, his opinion was it's not his child. So he didn't really care what happened to her. Um, which is, why would I want to stay married to that? And yet here you're mad because I divorced you. Oh, Lordy. Who would want to stay married to that? So then, anyways... The, f- the problem was, this was where the fight was. The couple of days before, we had argued about her telling my business to somebody else. And I had basically told her, it is not your business to tell anybody. If anybody wants to know how myself and my children are doing, I do have a phone number. Ask me for my number. I Hit me up. Ask me for my number or ask you for my number and let them call me and ask me. Like, I can speak for myself. I'm not a child. Like, I don't understand why they got to go through you to find out how we're doing or why you're calling people and telling them anything about my life when I'm not calling nobody to tell them anything about what you're doing. Like, nobody's telling them that you're over here smoking, like, six packs a day. Nobody's telling them that you're doing everything opposite of what the doctor is telling you to do. Like, come on, nobody ratting you out. So why are you telling people my business, which is my business to tell? Like, right now, me doing this, like I said, I'm using you guys for me to save myself. And also because I'm finally becoming okay to live my truth. In the past, this would have never happened. I just came clean to people. I'm still coming clean to people that I have mental health issues. Half of these people don't still don't even know that. So like I said, I literally am just coming into my skin now. Like literally. But anyways, so. She's flipping out on me. Cause me. Oh, you got a problem about me gossiping, but here you are on Facebook telling everybody your business. <coughs> Mind you, she's having this argument with me while I'm trying to drive up to um Danbury to go check my kid out in the hospital and make the hardest decision of my life. I'm looking at the phone like, word, we're really about to make this about you right now? So, okay. You really want to make it about you right now? So I'm going to clearly for a couple of minutes forget that you're my mother. And I'm going to tell you about yourself since you want to really make this about you right now. So I was like, yeah, there is a difference. I said, that is my page. The name on that page says Lynette Hernandez. It does not say XYZ. And the information that's being placed on that page is pertaining my child, my daughter, that I almost died giving birth to, my seed, not yours, my child, that I break my neck for every single day that I don't ask you a dime for. Like, my seed. I'm telling my business to my people on my page. 
I'm not calling people to give up free information about people. So she got really ticked off even more. And I said, that's the part that you're not one you don't want to respect. She's my kid. That's one. That's not your child. Okay. I'm your child and you don't even act like I'm your child. So please don't tell my business because I can literally rock your world upside down because image to you is everything. That's why I got called out my name when I was pregnant at 22 years old. I mean, we can break a lot of teas. Y'all got time, boo? Because, I mean, I got all life left to get to sit here and tell y'all. I got so much tea. I could sit there and y'all could be like, wow. You dealt with all that. Can I get the light of Like, you dealt with all that. And I'll be like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then some. But anyways, it was my business to tell. So, while I'm already getting ready to freak out, have a whole mental breakdown on my own, I'm going <coughs> to check on my child. Um, I'm already like nervous. I have I have to be the one to drive to get there. I have my baby in the back seat as well. Like I'm in no place I want to argue with you, but you're not gonna come for me while I'm coming for my child because I need to make sure my child is good. <coughs> like that here, like that's just not gonna happen. <coughs> so those are like that's just an example, and. We really don't get along in rock because of that. Um, she's just one of those people that, you know, the moment you tell her no, you can't do something, you're no longer relevant to her or important to her. Um, the moment you don't jump when she wants you to jump, like she just switches up and changes up on you like nothing. And she, like I said, everything is a front. Everything is a front for her. We're just going to leave it at that. So when we were living at... Her house back then, and I was nine, Delano was two. I was trying to find ways to get out. And to be honest with you, 2011, I got divorced two years later. Yeah, I got divorced two years later. 2013 is when the divorce went through. So 2011. Yeah, because you were... That was... Yeah, okay. Wait, no. Delano couldn't have been two, Viva. Because you were six when Delano was born, right? So Delano was three. So he did start preschool. But you're doing preschool. 10 years and he's 12 now. So he has to be two. No, Viva. You just said... We're doing 10 years and he's 12 now. Oh, shit, shit. She's right. Y'all, she's right. I'm the one that's wrong. Don't tell her, though, okay? Don't let her know she's right. Because then she's going to run a rub it in and I ain't in the mood to hear it. Just for some reason, okay. I want to tell you what 10 years ago to give y'all the backstory. But, yo, I'm not going to lie to y'all. I can't remember. Here, Viva. Like, I legit, legit cannot remember. I remember if we was living. But that's, see, this is where the math is not had enough for me. Viva was seven, not nine. We said, no, hold on. Beva was eight. We said 10 years, right? So Beva is 18. So Beva was 10. 
him. Is there? Is it just me or is anybody else having a problem making this math number work? Cause um, I just can't envision it in my head for some reason, and it's just making it really hard for me to give y'all. And the sad part is my brain is not going to let this go until I have my information accurate. It's not gonna let me just tell y'all whatever. Like it's really not, and it's going to keep hounding until I get the information correct. So let me just pull up this calculator real quick. Alright, um, 21, take away 10, means that's 2011. So 2011, take away 2002, which is when you were born, that makes you nine years old. You have to relight that. Alright, All right, so we sharing it? Mm-hmm. So you want some now first? No, you. Okay. Um, that does make you nine years old. Okay. So 2011, why did I just put... Oh, 2011, take away Booger was born 2009. 2009 means Booger was actually two years old. So Biva was nine and Booger was two. This is in 2011. We moved to the port in 2015. So yes, we were at my mom's house, but now the question is this. What happened in that time frame of our life that I can't remember? That I've blocked out. Torture. Yo, there's a lot of them on my desk. And I realize they're coming from the bottom. There's like three crawling up the legs. But they're coming from here. And they're crawling all over the desk. Um, you said, what, yeah, what, wait, what was really seriously going on in our lives back then? I know Sandy was still at the house, right? Or did he already leave? Did I already kick him out? Oh, that is a good question. I think you were in the process of kicking him out. I think you're right. I think I was in the process of kicking him out. And then Grandma was going on about you and other and King Slut and all that. King Keegan Liam. Stuff like that. And she would and you would get mad at her because one, she would tell me and Delana behind your back and you know Delana was young, so so from my daughter you're hearing right now that my egg donor would tell my kids things that really had nothing to do with them because she wanted to turn them against me. Is that accurate? Yep. Okay. I'm not putting any words in your mouth, right? Okay. So I know like for a fact she did go to like all three of my kids' fathers, like I said, and was like, oh, what are you with her? She's good for nothing. She's this, she's that. She does nothing. Okay, it's not that I don't do anything, boo. I just don't do what you want me to do. I do what I want to do when I want to do and how I want to do it. If I am taking care of my responsibilities and doing what I'm supposed to do while I'm also helping you out and taking care of your responsibilities, which you're not telling nobody this, though. You're not telling this to nobody. What you're telling people is that I'm borrowing from you, that I'm stealing from you, that I'm taking from you, but you're not telling them what I'm doing to help you. Because I wasn't doing anything. But see, I was doing it because I was your daughter. Not because I had to prove a point to the world. Or to anybody. So obviously nobody knows what I was doing because I wasn't speaking it. Because it was not to be spoken. It's my duty. It was a commandment. It's what God expects. I may not have that relationship or that, that feeling for you as a mother. 
because I don't think you were my mother. But that doesn't mean I was not going to take care of my responsibility. And in the process, you were screwing me over. And I was supposed to sit there and just take it and not say anything. And I did for a very, very long time. For a very long time. I mean, if you want to get more transparent, right? (coughs) In 2008, my abuela passed away. And I've said this to a few people. I've just never said it to her because she doesn't understand when I explain things always tells me like it's whatever like it's not a big deal like are you kidding me bro those are my feelings and my emotions are you gonna sit there and tell me that my feelings and my emotions are not a big deal i mean really think about it they're basically who i am Due to my mental health issues, I'm a very emotional person. I am like I am an empath. I have very spiritual ties. And people can drain and feed off of my energy. And it will literally leave me more exhausted than working a crazy amount of hours. And it will take me longer to recuperate. Whenever my kids are not balanced or they need a recharge, I literally just have them lay next to me for a couple of hours. Right, Beva? Huh? You guys just lay next to me for a couple of hours when we need a recharge? Mm-hmm. That's it. They can be doing whatever on their phone or their gaming system or whatever. As long as they're next to me or in the same room with me, they use my energy to get energized again. So we live in a two-bedroom apartment right now, and we're all literally in one room all the time, which is mine. And because of everything we're going through, everybody's looking to suck their energy from me. And I don't really have much to give right now because I'm really trying to cope and deal with a lot on my own. I don't have any support system where I am since I don't want the woman to know where we are. Because I don't need her trying to get back into our lives somehow in a toxic way. I'm just trying to rebuild ourselves and let go of all negativity in all shape or form like I cannot anymore I realized in my whole life I was born with negativity whenever the egg donor ever saw me happy she always tried to find some way to just jack it up and this was brought to my attention by other people that grew up with me other people that like noticed it and they used to ask me they used to be like man I don't know like yeah whatever like I didn't see nothing to it then the older I kept getting the more I kept realizing they're right Every time I think I'm about to be happy or something is going my way, she throws a monkey wrench somewhere and then our relation gets all jacked up and I feel bad for accomplishing anything. And then I don't accomplish nothing. 
like the crazy part the one time that my sperm donor met my oldest and my son his wife was there too because we showed up at his house now mind you I don't have a relationship with my mom I did not have it back then either and this is about the same time frame that we're discussing 2011 and um my theory though is respect is earned not given so I don't know this woman from anywhere um whatever transpired between parents yeah whatever transpired between the parents had really nothing to do with me yes you just dropped some why do you always have to be dirty yo just eat the food, please. I'm sorry. It's okay. Just eat it, please. Um, and make sure you wash your hands, please, too. Like, don't just wipe it on your pants or your shirt or anywhere else. Okay. Um, what was I saying? When you were telling the story, when we went to the house, your sperm donors. Okay. So, my thing is, respect is... Or not just given. So mind you, I know she's an elder, so I'm not gonna go off on her like I would somebody my age, cause she's they're like sixty something or somewhere around there. I don't know. I think he's way older. I don't remember. Um, but I'm also not gonna stand there and allow you to disrespect the person that gave birth to me. That's not standing right there to defend themselves either. That's just who I am. So, while she's like, oh, but your mother this and your mother that. Listen here, ma'am. I have nothing to do with that. I don't know what transpired. Yes, I'm here because of it. But I don't know what happened. But one thing I'm not going to do is let you come from my mom when mom's not here to defend herself. Like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not here for that. I have nothing to do with that equation. I'm here about my kids getting to know what's supposed to be their grandfather. Getting to know what's supposed to be my father. Whatever happens between you guys, that's all of y'all. But I'm here for this. And I had to remind her a couple of times that at one point my bipolar was really about to kick in. Like, that was the last time my kids ever saw my my, my egg, my, sorry, my sperm donor. So you did see that? That day, yeah, we were in his house, remember? Uh-uh. Yeah. I don't even remember. I thought that was he a He gave treat. you guys like $50. He gave you, I think, like 50 and I think Sanjay stole it. He gave you 50 and um, he gave Delano 20 I think it was. I thought that was a dream. I remember <clears throat> dreaming about going in a car to a, a guy's house, but I, remember, I can't remember the face. And that's it. You and then I remember afterwards driving away. But you don't remember? That was the day Delano kept crying and crying and crying because he was getting those blisters on his feet and we ended up having DCF because of those blisters. I remember that. That was the same day we finally found him. After hours of driving in the rain. I guess I don't remember because that was the day that made you mad or sad and I don't like those days. So I kind of hide them away. Mm. They come out in green sometimes, but yeah. I know that day, I never forget it though. 
And it's literally because when he opened the door, he was going to leave all of us standing outside in the rain. She had to be the one time to let us in. He was going to leave us out there in the rain to talk. But I don't know what was the point of that. What was the point of all that story? I told y'all for a reason. About grandma. But there was what's what's the deep deep point about the grandma though? Even though you don't get along with her, you still wouldn't disrespect. Facts, her. thanks, Biv. I see I'm happy you're listening. Cause this helps me out. Actually I'm kind of multitasking, I think. Oh dang, I can't do it. Look at that, look at that. You can multitask and hear you thought you could. Stop I'm underestimating. Like show, coloring and listening to you. But not realizing I'm doing it. Stop underestimating yourself. So, even though we don't get along, you're still my egg donor, and you're not there to defend yourself. So, I had to keep reminding her, and at one point at the end, I was like, you know what, this is where I'm going to end the conversation, because I didn't ask you over and over to please stop bringing my mother into this, and to please stop coming from my mother, because this is not what I'm here for. You got to be for her, you go look for her, you let her know. Like, I came here for my kids. Like, I really went in. And then I left. Never saw the man again. Until... I wrote him a letter. I think it was... Well, I never saw him again, but I wrote him a letter. And instead of him being the one to respond, it was his wife that responded. And guess what I got in here? Oh, no. I'm sorry. I apologize, y'all. I, I think I'm, I'm telling that story a little backwards. I strongly feel like I am, cause ten years ago I was thirty-one. I so, all this. but no, it did happen kind of that way, because that was like twenty-seven. I was like twenty-seven, twenty-eight. I was like twenty-seven, twenty-eight when this situation transpired. I wrote him a letter, and I think I was asking him for some help on trying to get an apartment and move out, because I couldn't take living with her anymore. And it was just becoming really, really hard. And it was a huge struggle. Um, it was like, if I ordered food out for my kids to eat and, quote, unquote, my husband to eat, I would get cussed out for not buying food out for her to eat as well. But when she would buy food out, she would buy food for her to eat because, according to her, feeding us was not her responsibility. So why is me feeding you as well my responsibility who says I have the money to feed all of us? Like, it was just a lot. So I remember her reaching out, but she was the one that ended up actually um, giving me a call. And I get asked after 27 years of being claimed to be so-and-so's daughter, and after 27 years of... Um, Viva. Viva. Okay. But you know you have your... Yeah, I'm going to have to do a quick intervention. I will be back with y'all in one sec. Like, honestly, now that we were just talking about that, I might just have to throw that in here. But before I had to pause real quick, what was I saying, Bill? Uh, you were talking about... 
when you had to buy out, she, you had to buy out for her, but yeah so i was like that's not fair like i was already struggling to provide for my family you know what i'm saying and like you putting me in a situation where i also have to provide for you as well and that wasn't cool like um then i don't know it's just it's it's a lot like it's that's just a whole topic where it's kind of like real talk that's a topic where i feel like people need to call in and just ask questions, and I just need to start shooting the answers, because it's kind of like, we can go here for days and hours, like, and hours. I have stories that I can sit there and tell you, like, it's crazy that you go into family members' houses, and you're looking at photo albums, and you're like, oh, how old was I in this picture? Oh, you were da-da-da-da, you don't remember you lived with me from this time to this time? Like, wait, what? Why was I living with you? Oh, you were living with your grandparents, but we wanted to spend time with you, so we took you from this time frame to time. Wait, what? So I was like the the orphan baby, like, or the black sheep, where ain't nobody want me. Like, wow. So that's how I'm starting. I started my life. Like that's crazy. That would explain why my whole life that's always been a feeling that I've had, never been wanted. And let me tell you, mark my words. I have always said to her, I don't know why you bothered to tell me I was your daughter. You could have easily just gave me an apron, a feather duster, and a little hat and just told me I was the maid. And I would have believed that more than I believed the fact that I was your daughter. Like, I would put, I even questioned if I was adopted. And mind you, I look like her, and that just kills me when I look in the mirror. Like, my self-image is horrible because I look like the person that destroyed my image to begin with. My self-image is horrible because I looked like the person that broke me. My heart was never broken by a man first. My heart was broken by the person that carried me and birthed me. The person that created me and gave me life. She was the first person to ever break my heart. And after that, it was a wrap. It was a wrap. Like, couldn't nobody do what she did. Nobody. And I feel like that's why my relationship with her was non-existent. And I just respected the fact that she was my mother. That's it. Like, my grandmother had intervened a couple of times. Like, for real. Like, my grandmother really had to intervene a couple of times. Because things my mom would just... She would just go, like, yeah. She would go in. For real. Like, I don't know. I feel like I just took this whole podcast episode into a different direction. Like, at this very particular moment, I don't even remember the name of the first episode so that I can remember if I'm still on topic. Crazy, right? It's the story of my life. That's my brain. But see, you would think I could be a little more organized and right. But I can't right now. And I'm explaining why as well. Which is what I feel like this whole pot. See, I think I kind of remember. I think I kind of remember. Just give the ADHD some time, y'all. Just give it some time. 
Um, so, where we're currently living right now, I'm just going to fast forward. Because talking about the woman is just really depressing me right now. Um, where we're currently residing... We moved to the south. We are um, better than what we were up in CT, but just going through a phase right now that's just mentally really taking a huge toll on me because of already my mental health issues that have nothing to do with COVID and then add on COVID and everything else. Just, it's a lot. So, The apartment complex that we're living in, we moved into it a year ago. Um, it'll be two years in September, which I'm trying to be out of here way before then. I do apologize, but I will have to break the lease. Um, this is not something that I've ever done. This is not something that... <sighs> Excuse me, I apologize. <laughs> Sorry. This is not something that I've ever done. This is not something that I would like to do, but... Unfortunately, in order for me to be able to make it, I'm going to have to do it. So, um, when we first moved here, I was able to take the apartment. So I was working as a 1099 independent contractor. Everybody was asking me to have two years worth of tax returns as an independent contractor. Mind you, I can't do this. And the reason why I cannot do this is because... That was my first year. Delano, didn't we say no ball in the house? No. So why does the ball roll into my room and roll back out then? You don't know? So we have a ghost that just rolled the ball in here. Well, can you tell the ghost to come get all these damn roaches then? So, um... They were the only ones that were, like, willing to work with the way my 1099 was working. So we came, things were okay. We didn't, like, you know, there was little critters randomly every once in a while here and there, not a problem. Um, I ended up getting sick and I couldn't take up care of the house as well as I should have been able to. And we had two residents that moved out as well. There was like two or three residents that moved out. So they did bombings in the other apartments. These suckers started coming through the sockets, the USB ports. It's like the apartment building is infested with them. <clears throat> and because those apartments were bombed, mine wasn't, they all came running over here. And then obviously because my oldest is autistic um, and I'm, I'm sick, I really can't. There was a lot of things I was needing help with. She has to accomplish them, and she's not accomplishing them how I usually do it. Um, it brought them over here more. So now the inside of my apartment is completely infested with them. My room isn't as bad as the rest of the apartment. You just scared the crap out of me, little girl. I like it. It's very pretty. I really love the colors. Um. So because of a place that we were staying at down here, and what I was going through at that particular situation, it created a huge anxiety and phobia of the roaches. The anxiety and the phobia of the roaches is so bad. The last time that I went out to my living room, I had a full-blown 
panic attack. And this was after Christmas. That was last time I've been out of my room. Outside of that, I don't leave my room because I have my own bathroom in here. Um, out of that, I don't leave my room because they're even lined up in the hallway um, ceiling. So, I can't, um, yeah, I just can't, yeah, so, I forgot why I was telling you guys this. Why was I telling them this? Because you asked me, Pippi, uh, you're a month, and from one to ten. So, I was giving a little of a backstory, right? Yeah, from ten years. Okay. But, so, like, right now, I know I could be writing these things down, but I, my anxiety and my panic attacks have been multiple times a day. Um, it's really clogging my mind. My, my mind frame is, like, it's horrible. Like, I can't remember things. Um, I can't go to my desk right now because, for some particular reason, they have decided to really uh, be all in my computer. So, they're all in the back of my computer. Um, and I just, yeah, when I'm trying to work, they're like there, um, and the attacks are just getting higher and higher and it's triggering my asthma and I can't afford to, I'm a single mom in a state where I have no friends, no relatives, um, only my daughter's father. And that's because he had moved originally down here to be with us. Um, so I have nobody to stay with them if I end up in anybody's psychiatric ward, um, I have nobody to watch them if I have to go to the hospital, so I can't afford to be in nobody's hospital. So I have to to self-support and self-get myself out of everything because they're counting on me and they're relying on me. And I can't let them down. I refuse and I will not let them down. Like, they're my world. Um, but it's getting to the point where sometimes even what pushes you and motivates you no longer holds that power over you because of the amount of stress that you have and the amount of stress that you're going through. Um, I have to get back to work before I lose the independent contractor job. Um, I need it because without that, we can't complete the rent. We pay $1,051 in rent. I barely make, um, you know, ends me for anything extra. I just need to get out of here, which is why my daughter had ended up creating a GoFundMe account to see if we can raise money so I can... We can get out of here because it's taking a toll on all of us mentally and it's destroying like all of our relationships and it's just making everything very, very hard and very, very difficult. Um, but Lord, so yeah, so 10 years ago, my life was just getting more chaotic and more crazy and I was questioning why was I still in Connecticut? Why was I still allowing um, my egg donor to like basically force me to run her household and my household when I'm already struggling to run my own household and I have to be responsible of myself and two kids with mental health issues like that's hard <clears throat> that's very difficult it's difficult for a person to do it for themselves and then you have to add on two more little lives that you're responsible for Like, two more little lives that if I don't make sure they're on the correct medications, they're not going to thrive. Like, no pressure, Lynette. No. No pressure, baby girl. None at all. Like, you know what I'm saying? Their future don't depend on on the decisions that you make, okay? Them being a sociopath, narcissist, murderers, whatever. Like, I'm joking, but I'm just saying I'm not at the same time. 
it doesn't depend no pressure on on any of the um services that I have installed for them at all like no Mm-mm, no pressure none at all whether they become the next president or the next astronaut whatever I'm just randomly thinking of things no pressure none at all you feel me none okay none so yeah mm-hmm. but um 10 years ago we were still trying to survive and I was trying to get my daughter's, my son's father, well, my soon-to-be ex-husband. I can't remember, did I file at that time? Or I don't think so. I think I actually filed at, like, the end of 2012. And, and it was completed in 2013. So 2011, we had, like, started to split up when I was kicking him out, but he wasn't going because that's when I found out about Homegirl. Um, ironically, this really don't have nothing to do with this. And actually, I'm not even going to drop this right here. I feel like this is where I need to leave this podcast at. Um, so let me see. Hold on. Should we? Yeah, I think I'm going to do that. Uh, yeah, I might do that. So, not 100% what, I fin- what I'm about to do. I may just end this here and let it be and start a whole new segment. Um, I don't want to give y'all too much too fast. Um, yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm a lot to handle, y'all. I'm a lot to handle. to handle. Don't mind me. 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 I messed it up because that was not the beat I was going for. But whatever. A matter of fact, I'm just going to end it here. It is what it is. I just decided. If you listened all the way through, I greatly appreciate you taking the time out to listen. I would definitely love to connect with you. I would definitely love your feedback. Um, I would definitely love any pointers or or input or any request or anything as well. So please feel free to connect with me. You can email me at a life as a parent with mental illness at gmail.com. So it's pretty much the same name as the pod. Just take out the single. So that's why I, it's easier, if I, I feel like, if you got to remember. So that's why I said it like that. Um, and the Facebook page is Life as a Single Parent with Mental Illness. Off of there, you can also find the Instagram and the YouTube channel. The Instagram page is Single Parent Mental Illness. There's no width because they're limited on their numbers. I mean letters. So Single Parent Mental Illness. You also have YouTube channel, which is also Life as a Single Parent with Mental Illness. Check them all out. Let me know what you think. I'm also using my personal Twitter. I'm not creating a whole other Twitter for this. I'm just going to keep my Twitter, which is at Goldie02. Um, tag me, tweet me, whatever. Let me know what y'all think. Give me y'all input. I definitely can use all the support in the world. And I definitely have no problem being anybody's support. 
let me tell you, there's one thing about me. I may be utterly insane and crazy, and yes, I embrace it, and I love who I am, because all these crazies make me the protector, defender, fighter that I am, okay? And it, it makes me the genuine person that I am. Um, so, like, if you need help or need assistance, need somebody to listen to, to you and I feel like I didn't finish saying this in another podcast that I was talking about or a YouTube channel, I don't remember. Um, I'm a good listener. Like I'm I have it. You just want somebody to just hear you out, I can hear you out. No problem. I got WhatsApp as well. We can video chat through there. We can video chat through the Facebook Messenger. Whatever it is that you need and I, I could definitely be that that ear and you don't need no words to be said, just to be heard and you can talk it through with yourself I got you if you want me to give you some input let me know I got you if you have an idea you need to run through somebody you're not 100% sure or your friends and family don't know that you're struggling or you're not even sure if you're struggling and you just want to run it with somebody and see I got you you know what I'm saying we don't have to be alone we can go through this together we can take this back to the old days where it takes a village to raise a family. It takes a whole village, a community to raise children. You can't do this alone. Everybody needs a support system. And where we are located, we are alone. We don't have a support system. So right now, you guys taking the time to listen, that's my support system. And every time somebody does a like or a share or subscribe or whatever, it lets me know that y'all have faith in me. And, and y'all support us and y'all believe that we can make it through. Also, if this channel was not for you, but you may know somebody who can probably benefit from this channel, please feel free to let them know any of my avenues. And if they just need to talk, I'm here. I'm also suicidal as well. And I walk my daughter off the ledge all the time. I have no problem with being that support for you in that sense of the word as well. Just hit me up. Just please, you're not alone, okay? You do not have to do this by yourself. You are definitely not alone. It's okay to not be okay, and it's okay to to realize you're not okay. Hope you have a blessed day, and um, my hat goes to y'all, okay? Much respects.